You are listening to the TNLF Podcast, episode number 35. Hey, my good friend, how are you? I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your May is going great so far. I'm so thankful that you're here and you're taking this time to listen to this episode and just spend some time with me uh, on your day, whatever it is that you're doing on this Thursday or whenever you end up listening to this. I'm very excited because this is a very special episode, very near and dear to my heart, (laughs) Um, as you've guessed. And I've taken so much thought and time into this. And as I was preparing for this episode, I just had the best smiles, the best moments, the best like realizations of who my mother is. So I'm excited to give you guys some um, knowledge that I've been given by my mother, whether it's directly or indirectly, because I feel that our parents, the things that they do, we see, even though we don't know that we're seeing and we notice, and then we kind of habitually um, start doing them in our own lives. And as I've gotten older and I'm in my own home now, I'm married, there are things that my mom did that I do, good things that I'm so proud of that I picked up even without being conscious of me picking them up. I hope that this this episode gets you to thinking about your mother and whether or not your mother is still with you, whether or not your mother has passed, um, whether or not maybe you don't have such a great relationship with your mother, whether or not you don't know your mother, maybe you have mothers around you. Um, that really embody these lessons to you or maybe you know none of those apply to you but you need some motherly lessons that maybe I can provide for my mother so this is not only a gift for people with mothers but this is a gift for people who maybe have never experienced any of these and obviously I'm not saying that replaces any of that I'm just saying that maybe my mother can shed a little bit of light to you through me Um, and I am very thankful that I have my mother. I'm thankful that she is by my side. She's my number one fan. (laughs) Literally, if you just look at any posts I've posted on Facebook, she has like a million comments on there. She's my biggest fan and how she should. And I just wanted to take time to honor her in a different light. Um, I always really like to honor my mom in many different ways. And of course, the planes are flying right now. (laughs) The joys of living next to like a million military bases. So we're going to get right into it. These are 10 lessons from mother, 10 lessons from mama. Again, these are lessons that I've picked up. I've learned some of them. She's directly have told me some of them indirectly, and I've kind of written them in the way that I've gotten them, written them in the way that I see them playing in my life. This is not things that she's said or how she would say it, but this is how I've received it. Um, And yeah, so I hope that you find this very encouraging. I hope that you find some value out of this. And these are not in any chronological order. I should have said that. These are not like from importance to important. These are just how they came into my mind. Lesson one is pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. And I say that one first because I'm reading this book called The Circle Maker, and it's basically about prayer and how your prayer life really affects you. And I'm I'm Christian. I believe in God. I, um, I have a pretty good relationship with God, <laughs> you know, as good as I can have it um, right now in my life. And my mom is a woman of faith, and she is one of the most faithful people I've ever met. She's just incredible. She does not cease to pray in all situations she prays. Um, I remember just during the wedding, I was getting hives and I just called her and she was like, let's just pray. You know, like that's literally her first defense is let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. And I think one of the things that I, I look back taking for granted is like, oh, mommy, just spiritualize everything, you know, but I didn't realize that she's coming from a place of her faith. You know, everything she operates and she operates out of faith and 
you know, and in the book, the the book um, that I'm reading, it says, you know, pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. And she does those things. She's a hard worker, but also she even prays harder. And I've seen her prayers answered, um, healings happen. And she's really taught me how to pray, how to pray, you know, vigorously, how to pray relentlessly, um, how to how to pray even when you don't see an answer. Um, And I and I really hope that I continue that. Lesson two is just because people are mean or wrong in the way they treat you does not mean that you do the same. Basically treat all people the way that you want to be treated. And this is so basic, but yet I see this in my mom so much where she treats everyone on the same, you know, playing field. She doesn't give anyone special treatment. She loves people more than they deserve in my eyes sometimes. She just gives herself um, to people. My mom is not very transactional. My mom doesn't do transactional relationships. She doesn't do transactional love. She's very much like, I'm loving you because I want to. I'm loving you because my heart says so. I'm loving you because, you know, it. you're just here to love that's it and that's how my mom operates in her life and it's just the biggest lesson and the biggest joy to watch her love people and just because she wants to so she treats everyone the way she would want to be treated and even better she always treats everyone better um number three is speak your mind I feel like I have 11 I'm like I'm looking at my notes I'm like why am I off I think I have 11 lessons instead of 10 so (laughs) um I'll make sure to name this right but um Number three is speak your mind. Um, Honesty is the only policy. My mom, she will let you know how she feels. You will never guess with her. You will always know (laughs) where you stand with her. If she's mad at you, she'll let you know. She will very clearly let you know if she is happy and proud, all of that. My mom is very much like very transparent. She speaks her mind and, you know, she just knows how to ensure that everyone around her is not guessing how she feels. She's very, you know, you don't walk on eggshells around her. You know what she's feeling. And then she's very honest about it. And I think it it helps because I know how to process things with her. I know how to bring things up with her. I never have to like wonder, oh my gosh, what is she going to do today? No, she's very, you know, transparent. And I always, always know what's going on with her. Number four, food is the key to everyone's heart. <laughs> this is so true. She is an amazing cook. I mean, my mom, she just can cook anything out of thin air. Like she could make air taste good. (laughs) She can make water taste good. She is so freaking good. I love her food. I miss her food. You know, that's one of the things that I miss about her, just eating amazing food. And my mom had always made good food. I mean, home cooked meals have always been a thing. Um, I mean, growing up in a place where you didn't have fast food or, or restaurants around you, you just, you know, would cook your own meals and she just loves it. She loves to bring people together with food and she loves to just cook, you know, and, um, you know, being raised in a place, you know, where food was scarce. My mom was never scarce in give in giving food. Um, and she just knows how to make food. I mean, she just, she just knows how to make food. And to her, food is community. To her, food is a place of belonging where we can sit down, have a meal together. That is something very special about her. And she doesn't hide it and she doesn't withhold it from anyone. She invites everyone to come into that space and just eat and, you know, be filled and be loved and have laughter. Number five, wealth and riches are not only monetary or materialistic. It's a mindset you know, and she really embodies the idea of poverty as a mindset. Being a woman that she grew up in a third world country, you know, experienced poverty. We lived in a refugee camp in one of the poorest places on the planet. But my mother always 
embodied richness. I mean, she was the epitome. She just like had just the sense of wealth about her and not wealth as material, wealth about relationship and fullness and wholeness and just joy um, and, and peace and just strength. You know, she embodied these riches that are priceless. You know, she's priceless and she lived, she lives a life of, of um, just being priceless. I don't have a memory of my mom just worried about money, worried about material things. I don't. My mom has always been confident in her skills and her strength that she could work her way to finding, you know, what we need. And she did. Um, and she still does. And it didn't mean that she didn't care about money. Um, she does. And she makes it very plain and clear, you know, she cares about money. And which leads to lesson six, which is money's a tool. But like any other tool, if you use it wrong, it won't be effective. And this lesson is something that I'm learning right now as I'm growing and, you know, trying to financially figure things out in my marriage and all this stuff and budgets and, you know, really being an adult. It's like money is a tool, but like any other tool, you can use it wrong and it won't be affected. It will do harm. It will do good, but not the good that you wanted. It would just be messy. So, you know, I always think about, you know, any kind of, you know, tool in the wrong hands will not get the job done. And the same way with money. Money is meant to be used for specific things and in the right way and with the right motive and the right heart. And my mom just always knew how to steward the money that we had, steward the, the you know, the the things that we had. And she would multiply you know, little into so much. And she's such a businesswoman. She has this entrepreneurial mindset that I've just, I've never seen before. She is amazing. And she's so effective with money. She, she doesn't hoard it. She stewards it. She gives it, she puts it where it needs to be. And, you know, and I'm always like, if I could just have a fraction of what she has, because I'm not bad with money, but I, I always, I always have a different, I just have a different mindset with money. I definitely have a more scarcity, scarce, scarcity scarce mindset but money my mom has abundance mindset um so I'm always just drawing from that lesson for from her and really wanting to dig deep and ensure that I am living out that abundance and the things that she's taught me lesson seven is if you can give do it because it will come back to you ten hundredfold um give wholeheartedly my mom um, kind of ties into the money my mom just gives she just gives her time her her emotions, herself, she gives without even thinking. And this is something that I, I embody um, very well. Um, I'm very like my mom. I give a lot. I give myself. I give whatever I can, my time, my energy, um, especially to relationships and friendships and just like, you know, community. And I did that for a lot of, you know, <laughs> my younger age, my younger age, my younger years. I don't know. I, I'm making myself sound so old. It's still a good lesson to learn is to just give, give without asking for anything in return. And my mom never asks for anything in return. She just gives herself, you know, obviously to her kids, her family, but also people around her, friends, um, family, she always gives. Number eight is solitude is essential. Uh, learning to love your own company is self-love. Uh, my mom is like this this extroverted homebody. She is so amazing. She loves people. She Every time she would go out, she would just like meet somebody, you know, she'd go out to the store, out somewhere. She would just like, oh, I met this person. I met that person. And, you know, I'm going to go to their church. I'm going to do this. Like she's just like, you know, very open, um, you know, and she's very welcoming and just has a spirit of love and joy that people just are drawn to her. But she's also a homebody and she also enjoys her solitude, her her time. And um, and I and 
when I was younger, um, when I was kind of in high school, middle school, I would just want to go out and do things, hang out with friends all the time, be involved in the church, all this stuff, which was good. But she'd always tell me, you know, it's not a bad thing to be home. It's not bad to be home. I didn't really understand that. I always think like she just wants me to be home. She just wants me to be home. But now that I'm like older and solitude is like almost like a luxury, you know, time is just like, you know, you just stretching out every bit of time. But I know what she's talking about is solitude, the time, you know, so being home, being a homebody is not bad. (laughs) You know, there's there's so much joy in it. Um, But she had this balance of where she could be home and then also go out and just do her thing and then come back and take care of her, her stuff, take care of her home, her children, um, make, make sure we had food, right? Cause she just loved to cook for us. Um, number nine is your home or space should be peaceful. Create a peace in that space through aesthetics, cleanliness, organization. My mom is very particular about her home. Um, she likes her home to feel a certain way, to feel calm, to feel her. And that's something that I've learned very early on from her is that your home is yours and you can make it into what you want, make it into a place where you want to be in. And for me, after we moved the second time here in Virginia, I just really was going through a lot. And I think this lesson really was there in the back of my mind. I was like, I just want to make my home a sanctuary. I just want to be in a sanctuary where I'm peaceful. I feel at peace. And and I learned that from her. You know, I learned that the way, you know, you organize your yourself, you know, your your bedroom, your kitchen, whatever it is. And I love a kitchen. I love a good kitchen. And um, I actually just got our kitchen organized professionally, which is awesome. Um, and I'm trying my best to keep it that way. It just looks so good and so clean. And we got a few things just to help us be more organized. And I just love it. I just walk into my kitchen. I'm like, yes, your space is yours. And if you're, if you always feel cluttered in it, you feel like you can't think in it, then, you know, create that space, whether it's clearing out things, throwing out things. My mom always loved to give things away. She would always I feel like she was spring cleaning all the time. She's always giving things away, always giving things away and ensuring that the house was in clutter. She does not like clutter at all. Number 10 is how you present yourself to yourself matters. How you dress, how you smell, how you look, you know, it sets the tone. And my mom is a fashionista. She has this amazing, chic, timeless fashion that I love. And, you know, being an African woman, she loves colors and all of her traditional kikwembe's. She loves that, but she just has this extra layer of chicness in her and she presents herself in the most beautiful, respected way. Um, And if you just see her, she's just always just like on point, you know, and because she takes the time to really just really see herself like she sees her value. My mom always has seen her value. She's always saying just I am beautiful. God made me this way. And she presents herself with that value The when what she wears, what she does, how she acts, you know, she just is always just so elegant and so um, refreshing to be around. And she's just like her t- style, her way of presenting herself is so timeless. And, and I've been working on that. I, I, you know, it's a lesson that I just really want to embody to like present myself in the way that I see myself. You know, I want to present myself in, in how I, I value myself. And I and I want to be in that space where I value myself to the highest that I can to where God values me and how he created me. Last but not least, 11, even though I said 10, is to embrace your bougie side. <laughs> you can be bougie on a budget. My mom is the bougiest person I know. And this is the biggest compliment I could probably give her. And that goes back to the last lesson of, you know, how you present yourself, but also goes back to the lesson about wealth and riches and not being monetary. Um, and materialistic and my mom has the mindset of I am wealthy no matter what no matter how much money I have I am wealthy 
And even if I have the money, it's not about that. It's about how I see myself. And my mom sees herself as this beautiful queen that she really is. And she presents herself in that sense. She's very regal to her. She's there's a there's just like a regal sense to her. Um, and it's powerful, it's beautiful, and it's really amazing to be um, in the presence of. So be bougie on a budget, but also just have that mindset. It's okay to embrace that side. You know, there's, we all have these things that we're bougie about, you know, whether it's clothes, whether it's like what we eat or, you know, whatever it is, you, there's a level of bougie-ness in all of us. And, and my mom was just embrace it. Embrace it. Why are you embarrassed by it? Embrace it. My friend, I hope that you got so much value out of those lessons. And I'm very honored. Like I, this whole time making this, I just had the biggest smile on my face because I'm just thinking of the memories and the times and just the woman that she is. And I miss her so much and I'm excited for her to listen to this, but I'm also excited for you to listen to it too and get so much out of it. Send it to your mom. Um, make one for your mom. I would encourage you to make one for your mom. I think you should take time to honor your mom in a special way, whether it's just letting her know, writing a letter to her, you know, um, being with her. I think, I think our words are the most powerful thing we can give someone is just our words are encouraging, loving words. So yes, you can send flowers. Yes, you can take her to dinner, but the words and the time that you spend with her matter so much. So I, I pray and hope that you show yourself grace, show your mom grace for who she is. And I will see you in the next one, my friend. Thank you for listening. If you found value in today's episode, please go ahead and review and rate the show. Share this with a friend and please don't forget to show yourself some grace today. I'll see you in the next one, my friend.